Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Hive Podcast. My name is Vince and I am again excited that I have a wonderful guest here with me today. Uh, Alistair, thank you so much for joining me today. Great to be with you, Vince. Yeah, so um, Alistair, we want to talk about uh, some really, really important and also exciting things. And uh, I just want to briefly introduce you for those of you who don't know you yet. Uh, you have been serving, uh, uh, well, been in ministry for a long time uh, in your life, uh, you know, started or have been part of GYC, you know, served as the vice president there. And then uh, you had a you had a, a crazy testimony that, you know, involved being paralyzed from the neck down about 14 years ago, right, at a, a conference and, 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 and then just, uh, you know, Moving onward from GYC to uh, to Audioverse, now you've been uh, the executive director of a ministry that um, has over twenty thousand messages uh, online for people to listen to. Uh, you know, reaching more than four million people a year, and uh, uh, really have gone uh, with this digital ministry, with this uh, basically sermon app, if you want to call it like that. Um, uh, yeah, reaching 200 and uh, more countries in the world. So it's very exciting. Now, but you're you're not only the executive director at Audioverse, you're also the financial planner at Advent Edge Financial. Now, if I hear that for the first time, I might ask myself, um, how did you end up doing financial planning? What's that all about? Yeah, well, thanks, Vince. That's, that's actually a, a really interesting question. And since this podcast is all about business and entrepreneurship and, you know, missionary entrepreneurship, particularly, uh, I, I just want to share a little bit about that story, if it's okay. Let me just give you sort of the, the history, because you're right. People think you're at Audioverse, sermon, website, and app. What does that have to do with financial planning? So, um, you know, I, I started at Audioverse when I was, uh, right after I finished my graduate program at Southern Adventist University. And um, I got a degree in business in my, in my master's program. And it was around that time that a couple things happened in, in my life that uh, really got me interested in the whole financial realm. And I was, my, my wife and I got married right before my, my program. And we really started to save money because as newlyweds, we had to really make, you know, make the money go farther. And uh, we realized pretty early on that we, had a different view of money and that we really looked at how to organize our lives and the strategies kind of uniquely. And we wanted to sort of document that journey for people. And so it was particularly mainly for us at first. And we wrote a blog. We thought, hey, if nothing else, our kids might get a kick out of this. And we just want to remember what we did, how we saved money, our budget, our, you know, what we did with our groceries and all sorts of stuff. Well, that that blog is still up. It's called savingthecrumbs.com. And this was going on while I was working at Audioverse. And the story kind of converges where the blog ended up getting me invited to speak, uh, mainly at GYC. That was the biggest event where I got to do a seminar on personal finance because some of the GYC leaders uh, knew that I was a speaker at Audioverse. And then they saw me posting about finance, finances and they're like, hey, let's have them talk about this. And from there, I got more and more speaking invitations. I started doing seminars all over the place around the world on the biblical principles of money management and then, you know, how to save money and investing and these types of things. And one thing led to the other where I ended up getting a lot of private phone calls. People were saying, can you give me private consultation? I need advice. 
And I would do the best I could as a volunteer, as a layperson. But eventually, it became more complex. People were just, you know, needing help with things I couldn't just do as a volunteer. That's where I decided to get licensed and actually pursue it as a business. And that's where Avent Edge Financial was was born out of that. So I'm now a, a licensed um, CHFC, uh, if that makes a difference. That's a professional designation that I have as a financial planner, a chartered financial consultant. And Avent Edge Financial is my financial planning business that was officially launched just a few months ago this year. And so you, you kind of can see the convergence of my Audioverse experience and how that one thing led to the other uh, to now where I'm also uh, doing financial planning and um, an entrepreneur of sorts, starting my my new business. Yeah, exciting. I, I really love how that started because many times uh, we think we have an idea and we want to we want to start a business, but we don't know if there's traction. We don't know if we're actually solving a problem. And the way you were describing this to me right now, it just really it's evident that you know there was a problem. There's a need there, especially for Seventh Day Adventist Christians. Uh, um, how do we deal with money? Uh, how do we uh, take care of our financials? And 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 so that's really great. Uh, um, now. Obviously, money is a is a is a big topic, and and actually, we want we will talk about this uh, in more you know detail later on. But um, how do you combine business and ministry? Now, do you have a financial planner uh, or a planning business, and 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 you also use that as a ministry? How do you combine these two things? Yeah, that is an excellent question, and because now that you know sort of the story of how I ended up starting this business. Uh, you will know immediately that I didn't go into it with the intent of making a bunch of money. Uh, it wasn't primarily looking at it from a business perspective. It was very much looking at what the needs are, and in particular, the target audience, you know, my target customer base, really were Seventh-day Adventists, because that's the natural outgrowth of where my seminars were being presented in GYC and, and things like that. And so really, in my mind, financial planning My financial planning business, yes, is separate from Audioverse. Like I keep them distinct and I do them at different times, you know, and, and all of that. But it's really not separate from ministry. My financial planning business, yes, is structured where there's a fee for a service. But the whole intent of going about it is very uh, mission focused because, you know, I'm, I'm ministering to these people in a very tangible way. You know, I, I like to use this example. You know, we, we go see doctors and doctors give us our checkup and they give us prescriptions and treatment plans and they help us. We, we consider that health ministry. So what I'm doing really is financial ministry in a similar sense where people have financial ailments. I'm doing the diagnosis. I'm giving them a treatment plan and I'm helping them in that capacity. And all the way throughout, You know, uh, one of the main reasons why people have really come to me and asked me to help help them with their money is because of the Christian and the biblical perspective. Like when we discuss their goals and when we discuss how to approach certain uh, financial challenges or, or, or needs, there's always the angle of, okay, what is God's plan? What is the principle of God's word that guide us in the, these matters? And especially with the Adventist end time type of perspective, it, it does make a tangible difference in some of the decisions that we make. So in a real sense, um, there might be a second part to your question that I'm forgetting, but, you know, blending the ministry and the business really 
how that happens is you don't think of it as two compartmentalized different things. Work is ministry. Working with these people that come to me as clients, they are souls that I need to, you know, give them the due respect that they deserve. And I'm actually helping them uh, in a financial ministry, you know, kind of like a medical ministry type of situation. Yeah. Wonderful. Can you give us some examples of how that practically looks like? Let's say uh, I'm an Adventist. I want to come to you. Um, uh, what are some differences that you see uh, like compared to uh, just being a, a secular uh, financial planner or maybe even just a Christian financial planner? Um, uh, where is the difference there? And, and how is that uh, practically visible when you deal with your uh, customers uh, and brothers and sisters on a day-to-day -day basis? Fundamentally, there is the I, there is the question of what the, our goals are, right? Because in the classical financial planning perspective, it's all about wealth acquisition. It's all about building wealth with no end in sight, right? Like a lot of them, uh, and I, I need to be charitable here. It's not to say that they just want people to amass endless amounts of wealth. I'm not saying that. It's that we realize that there is a terminal point, like this world is going to end at some point. And so we need to plan as though that's the case. And so that affects our plans. And so when we think about retirement planning, it's going to look a little bit different, right? A lot of Adventist, the Adventist perspective is retirement is not just sitting idly sailing around the world in a giant yacht or buying, you know, mansions and just endless toys and just living an idle life. Uh, but there's mission to be funded, right? This is a lot of what uh, this podcast is all about. Like there is a work to be done. We're not just raising funds for ourselves. It's to advance God's work. So there's, you know, there are ways and then there are the tax implications, particularly that, that can affect some of those decisions. Um, another area is really education. So, you know, classically financial planning, is just very much just, whatever career earns you the most money and whatever school is the cheapest to get you there. Whereas we are very much thinking about Christian education, Adventist education in particular, and, you know, training that can enable people to do mission work in a capacity that they're not saddled with debt, for example. Um, and so a lot of these things, these are just a few angles, but, you know, budgeting is another area where, you know, tithes and offerings is, you know, is a significant portion, right? A percentage of the take-home pay that we need to factor in. Uh, whereas in other types of financial planning type of disciplines or, or perspectives, you know, that's not really part of the, the base package, if you will. So those are just a few tangible type of areas that, that really make a difference, but it really, it can permeate throughout uh, all, all topics. I think that's so important, you know, because, um, it's the root, it's the foundation of what we do. And it's not only the case for a financial planning business, it's the case for every missional business that we want to start or run that our why is the, a different why than, you know, someone else's why. And, and so, um, that that seems like a subtle difference on on uh, at first, but it's actually a huge difference when you when you realize the vision behind it, when you realize the mentality behind it, right? And and I think it's super important, um, especially when we talk about money, because there there are um, different camps in the world in Christianity. Maybe people think one thing and others think the other thing, but uh, you know. The Bible says something um, specific about it, and so we want to make sure that we include that message in 
in in a business like yours, right? Uh, very great. Um, uh, we're gonna take a short break here and be right back and uh, talk about uh, why Alistair is so passionate about this and uh, what else we can learn uh, from this missional business. Stay with us. Hive is your number one platform for missional entrepreneurship. Start, grow, and scale your faith-based business with us day by day. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just look for Hive INT. That's Hive International. Hive INT. Let's change this world and the world to come together. Why are you so passionate about this uh, particular um, job slash ministry slash business that you have? You know, it's it really does have a biblical basis. You know, when we think about faithful stewardship, particularly within the Adventist context, which is really where I where I grew up, and I think most of the audience here would be familiar with, stewardship has always very much been associated with tithes, offerings charitable giving, donations, supporting ministry. It's about giving. It's about sacrifice. And I think all of that is good. And I think all of that is true. But I don't think that is the sum total. Like I, I don't think that is the full picture of the complete responsibility of God's people as faithful stewards. And sometimes I feel like within Christianity as, you know, all together, not just Adventism, there is there's sort of two extremes. There's this prosperity gospel where it's name it and claim it. If you come to God, he's going to give you the Lamborghini and the private jet and fancy vacations and, you know, gold chain or whatever. Like, we know that's not true, right? You just look at the way Jesus lived. That's not true. And then there's the other extreme, which I think is a bit more tempting, maybe, for some of us in the Adventist world. And that is the poverty gospel, where somehow... Being having no money is holiness. Like the less money I have, the more sanctified I am. Like I know nobody says that either, but it's kind of it comes out in the way we talk. It's sort of like this overarching narrative. Sometimes it's like, oh, that person he has nothing, and therefore he must be better than us. You know, I, I'm not totally sure either of those extremes are are healthy. And so the burden comes from really the biblical idea of faithful stewardship. And one of the stories that I remember the most are the stewards or the servants that were given the talents you know the three talents this is in matthew chapter 25 and there were three two of them increased their talents and they were commended and they were blessed and in fact they had if you remember they doubled the talent so it was a 100 rate of return so that's pretty impressive they doubled the money that they were given but the one the guy with the one talent we have to we have to realize something he didn't lose the money right he actually saved the money he protected the lord's capital but that wasn't good enough and not only was it not good enough it was worth he was worthy of punishment because he didn't grow the talents that god has given to him and of course we know that this parable has spiritual application to all of the gifts that god has given to us not just money but I also want to remember that money is one of the talents, right? That's the literal symbol. So like we can't remove the one thing that was the literal thing that we were talking about. So 
you know, as a steward, I think we really do need to be considerate of the full balance of what God has said. And so my burden really is for us, you know, in the financial planning business, also with the blog and my financial seminars, you know, sort of this, this branch, if you will, of my, of my ministry, that a lot of it comes from that. It's, it's let's get back to a biblical perspective on wealth, a biblical perspective on how we ought to relate with the talents God has given to us, which includes the, the financial means that he's, he's given to us, and uh, to, to really approach it in a way that's going to most glorify God and advance his work. That's ultimately what we're about. Um, and if I, if I could just mention one, one other thing here, um, and that is really money is one of those fundamental things, right? It's like our health. And time management, right? We all have a body. We have to take care of it. We all have time, the same amount of time. And we all have to interact with money. Every day we do. It's a basic life skill. It's a fundamental thing that cuts across all cultures, all countries, all age brackets, all social strata, whatever it is. We all have to master this thing. And it's almost like if we don't get a grip on it, the rest of our lives are going to be sort of out of whack if this fundamental piece is not there. And so I feel like if we can address a lot of these issues with people, then they have a more solid foundation. And when they build, whether it's their life, their careers, their relationships, their mission, uh, you know, uh, endeavors or their personal pursuits, you know, it's going to just create a more sturdy structure. So uh, that's in summary, I have a lot more to say about that, but that is a summary of, of why I have such a burden and why I'm so passionate about this work. Wow. Yeah, that's so true. And I love how you uh, just really made it very clear that this is a topic that is important literally for everyone. Like, uh, you know, inside our church, we all interact with money. Uh, we all have a certain relationship to that topic and, and uh, maybe a worldview or a certain view. And it's important that we know what the Bible says so that we can actually grow not only with the other talents that God gives us, right? But especially with the literal uh, gift of, of, of handling money. Um, that's that's great. Um, now, last question I have for now is what resources are out there? Like, let's say someone has been listening to this and, and, and the person has said, oh, yeah, okay, that sounds really interesting. I want to get in touch with Alistair. I want to get in touch with uh, maybe the blog. Um, can you share some resources? What's the first step I can take if I want to study how to be a good steward? Yeah, that's a, uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to actually give you a few of my own resources since I assume people are, are interested about that right now. So uh, the first place to start probably would be my seminars at uh, Audioverse. So if you go to audioverse.org and just type in my name, search for me, and you can browse through the, the series uh, of messages that I've given, uh, you should be able to find it there. I have a number of series. The most recent one I did uh, is called End Time Finance, which really deals with the practical aspects of financial planning, some of the basics in the first half. And then the second half is it's sort of overlaying end time prophecy and then asking the practical questions. Well, in light of this, what do we do? Right. Um, so we talk about the time of no buying or selling, obviously, like when do we sell everything? That's a big question. People always ask, when is the final economic collapse? How do we respond to these things? What are the economic signs at the times that tells tell us when things are happening? Um, and then I have a number of series like the ones from GYC that I've mentioned. So I would start there. Number two would be my blog, savingthecrumbs.com. It's spelled exactly like how it sounds, savingthecrumbs.com. Uh, and you would have to 
filter back through the past history. I've been focusing more on my private clients as of right now. So we haven't been writing as much, but a lot of the old stuff is still relevant. And then thirdly is my financial planning website. This is for clients to get in touch with me. You get to see the services I offer, the fees, and sort of the process of financial planning we go through. Uh, that is adventedgefinancial.com. So those are the three places I would direct you to uh, as of as far as my own resources. Um, as far as other resources, I have to say I don't know of very many that I would wholeheartedly say is a comprehensive sort of holistic view. Uh, there are references on the blog. I think I refer to a few sites that are um, non-Adventist that sort of deal with slivers of things. Uh, and there's an old book by uh, Ed Reed, the Adventist, North, he was the North American Division Stewardship Director, and he's a personal friend of mine. And his book from the 90s, I think, it's called It's Your Money, Isn't It? Uh, it's a little book. And it was, it was one of the best Adventist treatments on the subject that I've, that I've looked, at, uh, looked at. But it's out of print, so you have to dig around to find it, find eBay or something. Great, yeah. Those are a lot of resources, actually. I, I'm, I'm very excited that we have those, that you are providing those for us. And uh, I'm sure that we can um, uh, dive into this topic uh, uh, in way more depth. And uh, I personally listened to your seminars already and I have been checking out your blog articles. And I've been, my wife and I, we both have been very blessed by that. So uh, praise the Lord. And uh, we will also, the two of us, Alistair and I, we will be actually um, digging into the topic of money a little deeper um, as he's coming back very soon to be uh, on the show again. But for now, thank you so much, Alistair, for being uh, with me today. Thank you for sharing your uh, your your ministries and, and, and just your, your story behind them. And uh, I'm very excited to have you back very soon. Thanks, Vince.